along the lines of purpose, visions, and calling. In today's podcast, I'll be sharing secrets how to identify and service a God-given vision to actualization. Let me start by reminding you that every successful vision starts with God. On day one, I shared with you that your vision is not your creation. It is actually God's plan working out or finding expression through you. So every successful vision was planted by God. That's why if God is ever going to give you a vision or if he has given you one, it is because he has already provided every ability and resources you will ever require to accomplish the vision in you and around you. Remember, he's your creator. He knows what he planted in you and put in you since the day he knitted you in your mother's womb and delivered you safely on planet earth so never say i don't have what it takes to accomplish the vision or the assignments that god has laid in your heart to do because it is actually in you i remember when god laid a vision of something happening in my heart one of my greatest fear was that I didn't have what is required or what I felt was necessary to accomplish the vision and the task that came with it. And when I shared that with one of my mentors, what he said to me was this, Maureen, this vision is of God and from God and he has provided everything to actualize this vision. If it is a key you need to open a door, you will find it. The people to support the work, they will come. And every financial resources that is required to make this vision a reality, is going to supply. Just make sure you stay with God in prayer and in worship. And one day you will realize that he has actually all you need for this vision or to accomplish this vision and in the course of time I've actually find that to be very true since I took the first step to actualizing this vision I am yet to find a single door that I've knocked on that has not been opened to me by the way I shared with you on day one also from Genesis chapter 2 verse 15 to establish that true visions actually originate from God because the garden represents the presence of God and your role as a visionary is to stay connected to him to receive the necessary resources and raw materials to serve your vision or your visions. 
I say visions because it is possible for a man to have more than one vision. And one vision can give birth to so many other visions. And that is how to identify a vision that originates from God or a God-given vision. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 5 to 10, the Bible reveals the essence of purpose. And I'd like you to find time and look at that scripture. Now one very striking thing about that scripture is that work was not created because no man was available to carry out any work and that was the reason why God did not allow the things that he planted to sprout but when man came to existence work also came alive and God did not just give the work he also provided the resources one of the resources he provided was that he caused rain to fall upon the garden to water the garden and that was to ease the work for the man apart from causing the rain to fall upon the garden What God also did was to create a river that flowed through the garden. And that was to establish a permanent supply of resources for the work. Now that's not all. One very striking thing about that river is the fact that that river separated into four other river heads and I'm going to draw out three key points from this scripture to show you how to identify a God-given vision and how a God-given vision differ from every other kind of vision number one Every God-given vision always comes along with it work to do. And that's why many people will define vision as the work or the assignment that God gives to you to carry out on the surface of the earth. Number two, every God-given vision always comes along with it resources and this is because every vision that God gives he waters it number three every God-given vision has the capacity to birth other visions as a matter of fact there are many ways through which visionary expressions can flow out of So these are the key differences between a God-given vision and any other kind of vision you can find on the surface of the earth. Time will fail me 
to show you from that scripture, Genesis chapter 2 verse 10, how that there is not just one way through which God will fulfill his vision for your life. As a matter of fact, you were not created to do just one thing. Yes, you are not existing to do just one thing. God's power and anointing flows to you and he expects you to use that power and anointing to manifest or express his image and likeness to add value to humanity and to creation and that is what worship is all about. Let me quickly give you an example of what I'm talking about. As at the time the vision of Psalmist Heaven came to me, came to my mind, I didn't realize that Psalmist Heaven School of Worship was going to come on board. I didn't also realize that Psalmist Hub was going to come on board. But those are visionary expressions that came out of Psalmist Heaven and they are unique in their functions even though they are all geared towards achieving one purpose which is to raise gospel music ministers that will remain for God's glory. Another way to identify a God-given vision is by looking into your life and checking to see if you have a burning desire to provide a solution or solutions to a problem or problems and that is an indication to your vision if you have a burden or you have this um, feeling that something is not okay something you can do about it or there's something you and you alone can do to change any situation around you that's an indication to your vision but in desiring to prefer solution to problems around you and in your world you must be careful to check if the desire you have in you is biblically based and focused on Jesus and if it is affirmed by key people in your life and if it also resonates with your gifts your giftings and or talents then it points towards your vision it is very important for you to know these things because it is possible for you to be overwhelmed with a desire to create a change that does not resonate with your ability and giftings and it has
that happens, that kind of vision can only destroy you. That kind of vision can only lead you to a life of frustration and misery. And that kind of vision cannot add value to humanity and will not bring glory to God. I'd like to also let you know that you cannot serve your vision in one day. And that is why you have to be connected to the source. That's why you have to remain in the presence of God so that you can continue to receive seasonal assignments and instructions on your vision. And these instructions and these assignments come in different seasons. And as you respond to one assignment, it opens you up to a bigger dimension of your vision. I shared with you how I didn't realize that um, many other aspects of Psalmist heaven will spring up. And even as at the time the vision of Psalmist heaven school of worship came, I didn't even realize that I will be making this podcast. And that's why it's important for me to share this knowledge with you. Because until you respond to every assignment and every detail that God lays in your mind with regards to his vision for your life, you actually will not step or will not be able to step into the bigger perspective of his purpose for your life. And so I have outlined three key secrets that you will require or you will need to actualize your vision. That includes one faith. You know, one day Jesus was speaking to his disciples and he told them, If only you can have faith like the grain of a mustard, you can say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and it will be removed. And you know, one thing about actualizing a vision is like moving a mountain. This kind of mountain to move it what the faith you will require is not the mustard type no i'm talking about divinity personified it's the strength of god that you convert to physical energy that you will need or you will require to carry out certain tasks i'm talking about that energy that moves you to step out with the strength that you know that obviously is not your own. You know, the Bible defines faith in Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 as the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. If it is not audacity, what will make a man who has nothing literally nothing 
to step out with boldness and only to return with something that everyone is desiring to have or willing to be part of. That can only be the work of divinity. Now that is why I like to use this analogy to explain what faith really is and why you need it to actualize your vision. And this is what I always say to people about faith, that faith is like a periscope. A periscope is a device that is used or that can be used to view an object over an obstacle. You know, the submarine, they use a periscope when they are deep down inside the water. You know, they cannot see objects on the surface of the water. So what they use is a periscope to be able to see objects on the surface of the water while they are deep inside the water. Now, you can create a periscope by holding two mirrors. You hold one above the other so that you can see an object that is behind you or something that is blocking an object. You can be able to see that object. That's what a periscope, or that's how a periscope looks like. And so, why I say faith is like a periscope is because there are many obstacles in the world. There are many obstacles around you. There are many obstacles even within your mind that if you are not careful, even the picture that God has painted in your heart or your mind about your vision, because your vision is actually a picture that is painted to you about um, a better future so even that picture that is already painted in your mind you you are likely to lose it if you get entangled or you get distracted by obstacles around you so what you need is a periscope so that no matter the obstacles around you you can always see above the obstacle you can still see the picture that is painted in your heart. The cares of this life, the trials of this world, there are so many distractions in the world that can consume your vision in one second if you're not careful. And so what you need is faith is a periscope what will keep you still focused on the vision is the faith and the strength of god that only god and god can give to you you will have to learn to trust god for everything i say this i say i've learned to trust god with all my heart that i'm looking for one more heart to add or many more hearts to add if I have more than one heart I will put it together and trust God with it you have to trust God to that point because there are so many things that 
the devil and this world can bring to you that will consume your vision if you're not careful. And Satan has more than enough reason to give to you why that vision in your heart can never materialize. If you get carried away, you will be distracted and you will not be able to fulfill that vision. In the course of this project, I'll be sharing seven killers of vision to be aware of as a visionary. So the second thing that you will require in order to actualize your vision is prayer. And I'm not going to say so much about prayer because a whole episode is has been dedicated to prayer. The thing about prayer is that it's not just communicating with God or asking for something from God. No. The truth about prayer is that it's about deploying the power of God. It's about accessing the strength and the power of God to be able to carry out the work. In James chapter 5 verse 19, the Bible says the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. The Amplified Version says the earnest, heartfelt prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So it's about making the power of God available for you. Making the power of God available to work in ways that even you as a visionary cannot explain. So many times when you pray as a visionary, you are not just talking to God. No, there's something you are, you are, you are building and piling in the spirit realm that will remain relevant even after you are long gone as a visionary. So like I said, a whole episode is dedicated to prayer. So I'm not going to say so much about prayer today. Number three thing you will require as a visionary to actualize your vision is service. Yes, service. And the reason why you must serve or learn to serve and serve others is to build capacity. Service positions you for endorsement and service will position you for honor. When you serve, you are actually learning to be a master. And that's why Jesus, when Jesus was talking to his disciples, he, he told them, he that must be great must first of all, be the servant of all. And because your vision will elevate you in life and give you the opportunity to reach out to generations, you must learn 
to be subjective. You must learn to submit. You must learn to follow. You must learn to serve others because people will in turn serve you. The reason why many visions don't see the light of day is because the visionaries are just in one position and thinking that one day they will just emerge and come up with something big that everyone will just accept and you know buy into many visionaries don't realize that one way to service your vision is actually to serve under another person's vision and that is the quickest way to build capacity while you wait or you are waiting and trusting God for your vision to materialize what you should be doing is actually to serve under other people's vision and that way you are quick to build capacity that way you gain experience and learn to serve because actually vision is about service you remember on day one I told you that your vision is meant to serve others so if you understand that everything about vision is about service then you will know that you need to serve so as you wait for your vision to materialize volunteer serve others and build capacity for your own vision to come to limelight in conclusion let everything around you revolve around your vision let every choice you make every decision you make must resonate with your vision for instance when God gave me the vision of Psalmist Heaven, the first gift he gave to me was not money. It was not even an office. What he gave me was a business. Yes, it was a business. And it was that business that gave birth to everything about Psalmist Heaven, every physical structure that you can see about Psalmist Heaven came from that business, including the people. Majority of the people that work with me in the ministry actually came through the business. Literally everything, every physical thing that you can see in connection with Psalmist Heaven came from the business that God gave to me. And I have learned to revolve everything around me, including my business, including the work that I do, my family, and everything around the ministry. For instance, even the business place where um, I work, where I do, I carry out my business, is also an event center. That's where I hold my worship meetings. That's where I hold uh, meetings for the ministry and. That's where we do trainings. It's the same place. You know, we do everything. We hold rehearsals in that place and so many things. So learn to revolve your world around your vision and 
that way it will help bring to actualization of the vision quicker than you can imagine once again we have come to the end of day two and i look forward to seeing you on day three please take time to listen take notes and don't forget that there will be a review on saturday by 7 p.m if this material has been a blessing to you please kindly share with a friend god bless you